Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Wallet Wisdom, a podcast presented by Lake Michigan Credit Union. If you're new to the podcast or have been listening for a while now, Wallet Wisdom is designed around breaking down the ins and outs of financial aspects, as well as bring answers to some of banking's more confusing or complex questions. I'm one of your hosts, Brett, sharing the mic with me, my super talented co-host, and my sister from another mother, Lo. How do you do? Good. How are you? Good to see you. Good. Always good to see you. I always feel bad because you give me these great compliments, but I never get to introduce you. So sometimes we might have to just like flip that around so I can call you nice things too. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. You're pretty cool, I suppose. Aw. Well, I'll tell you, we are so excited for listeners to be able to tune in and to listen to today's podcast. Mm -hmm. I mean... Uh, but before we get into it, spring is in the air. It is. It has come and gone a couple of times, but hopefully it's going to start coming <laughs> yeah. more solidly here. Yeah, I, I feel the warm weather is on the horizon. Taste it. I know, right? Smell it. Right? <laughs> Fingers crossed. That's exactly right. <laughs> and uh, it's always fun when we get two for the price of one in I terms know. of guests. I know. So. We are so excited. In fact, today's episode is actually part one of a two-part episode that we are so excited to be able to bring you. Uh, you know, as you listeners have listened for now for a while, there's times where we're like, man, there's just so much to talk about. It's hard to cut it off. Well, and I'll sure. tell you, today's episode is not uh, not going to lie. It is. Uh, there's a lot to get into because mm-hmm. it's all about first-time home buying. Which is a very nerve-wracking thing. It's one of those things that you grow up not thinking about what went into buying this house, right? But then you get there and you're like, oh, there's like prepared. (laughs) What do I do? What's a credit? score. Right. Like, how do right. I do this? So exactly. Exactly. It's, it's so it's never too early to start thinking. Well, about it's, an, it's probably a good idea that if we've got two episodes, we bring in two experts from LMCU. Yes. Uh, we've got in the studio today, Vice President of Mortgage Production at LMCU, Meg Dunn. Thank you for joining us. Not a stranger to the show. Not a stranger to the show at all. Well, thank you for having me back. Absolutely. See you guys. And then also joining us uh, is Janice Hurt, our Mortgage Support Manager as well. So thank you both for bringing your leadership and your your, your talents to uh, the Wallet Wisdom podcast today. I'm happy to be here. Good. Oh, man. Well, there's so much to cover. And I know that, uh, you know, I have a bad habit of getting on a tangent, but I want to just jump right in because there's so much that we can cover. And uh, I, I think listeners are, are hopefully excited to hear about this. So um, I think, you know, the first thing is, like we were just saying, you know, the, the mortgage uh, industry and, and buying a home can sometimes for someone their first time feel like, uh, a daunting task or mm-hmm. is it even am I ready to buy mm-hmm. a home yet am, am I old enough to buy a home do I have enough money and there's all these questions and and I think unfortunately for us and listeners we get our information from others that may not be the experts so well, and it's changed so drastically even in the last year right, right. so right. we hear all these things like my grandparents cannot give me advice on these things because it's <laughs> no. an entirely different environment yeah. so I think it is ever important to continuously talk about it every single year because yes. that market changes it constantly. does it does and we've seen that over the last couple of years now but yeah for yeah. sure and like you said Lo, you can't get it from your grandparents I would even say try to get information from your parents might be even be a little bit different. maybe your big brother yeah maybe or sister <laughs> yes, obviously yes. but yeah <laughs> and, that, and that usually centers around um like down payments right and you know what your grandparents or your parents think you needed to save and sometimes that's what is keeping some people from being thinking they're ready yeah because all my parents yeah. said i'm gonna need this much i don't have anywhere close to that amount right. of money saved yet so right. that's not even a possibility for me so, yeah, that's so yeah, true to your point brett it's all about education and just 
helping our members and, and getting the information out there yeah. so that they know you know, homeownership is very much, you know, if you're paying rent, a lot of rents these days, my gosh, they're so expensive. Oh my goodness, yeah. you're not kidding. Yeah. And that's why we bring experts like the two of you right into their phones, their cars, their yeah. homes, um, so that you can explain all of this to yeah. them. So. Well, and I think for really what starts the conversation for someone is, do I have enough money? Do I have the mm -hmm. right budget? And what do I need to kind of think about when I'm thinking about buying my first home. So, you know, when it comes to that side of it and the budgeting standpoint, what are maybe some things that those that are listening right now that are thinking about buying their first home that maybe should be considering, or, you know, maybe check a few boxes to realize I maybe am more qualified to buy a house than I realize, you know? Um, right. So yeah, what are some of those those kinds of things that are out there? Sure, well, I think it's hard to say exactly. I mean, there's certain boxes that need to be checked, but to say that it's the same requirement for everybody, right. it's gonna be completely different, right? Yeah. So that's where, you know, obviously you want to talk to an expert. You want to sit down and say, hey, here's my scenario. Here are my circumstances. What does it look like for me? But some of those things to consider are, you know, down payment, mm -hmm. right? Do you mm -hmm. have money saved away? Do you have reserves? What's your income? Is your income stable? Is it consistent? Sure. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that we look at with regards to qualifying for a mortgage, right? Mm -hmm. We're gonna look and say, can you afford this house payment? Mm. What other payments do you have? You've got your car payment. You might have your credit card payment, your revolving debt, and there's those things, right? And those are the things that your mortgage lender is going to use to qualify you. But at the end of the day, you know that you need more disposable income right. after that, right? Mm. You don't want to be what they call house poor. There's still groceries, yeah. medical bills, all that. Right. And eggs and gas. <laughs> yeah. oh, eggs, big yeah. eggs. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so there's those things to consider. Do you like to travel? Yeah. You know, do you, do you like to shop? Do you, so you have to play that in. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. And to know, um, so you don't end up house poor. You right. don't end up all your money going to that. So I think it really goes to, you have to sit down and say, okay, what am I comfortable with? Mm -hmm. How much do I want to spend? Which typically most most of the folks that we're working with are already spending money on rent. Sure. They might even go down in a monthly payment. <laughs> That's 100%. a good point. It is absolutely That's possible. such a good point. And then, you know, I think that that then goes into, you know, where your down payment is going to come from and how much of a down payment that you need. Sure. And um, yeah. we mentioned that before you ask some parents and they'll say, oh, well, you know, you need 20%. You sure. absolutely have to have 20% down. Well, no, you do not. Yeah. And, you know, we have programs at Lake Michigan that could be anywhere from 3% sure. to 5%. And in some cases, even zero. No right? kidding. And yeah. term then wow. also can play into that too, right? Yeah. I mean, whether or not you, you know, 30 year term, right. It's going to get you your lowest possible payment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you don't plan on being there for a while, arms might be the right thing. It might sure. get you a lower interest rate. But really, what it really comes down to, you know, so many people right now are focused on what are interest rates doing? Sure. What are yeah. interest rates doing? Mm -hmm. But really, it's not about interest rate. Sure. It's about how much you can afford and what mm -hmm. are you comfortable with. Mm -hmm. yeah, um, I heard somebody use this phrase one time, and it was, you marry the house and you date the rate. Ah. I love that. I just heard that recently too. That's yeah. a good one. It, it yeah. is a good one. And, because and yeah, break that down a little for us so that, you know, what does that kind of equate to for that in mortgage? Because that makes a lot of sense. Well, I just look at it as you say, okay, this house, I'm in love with this house. And this house is, let's just say it's $250,000 and my mortgage payment's going to be $1,600. Sure. Throwing out a number. Sure. Am I comfortable with that $1,600 because I love this house? Mm -hmm. I am. Now, if I told you that that $1,600 payment, does it matter to you what the rate is? Mm. If 
if you're comfortable with the 1600 right. yeah if it's six or if it's seven or if it's four mm-hmm. yeah well right. and, and when you think as about long it as too, that payments that payment right, right. as long yeah. as the payments that payment and you do a 30-year fixed or a fixed rate mortgage it's going to be so i think that that's where you're marrying the house that's your long term sure you're dating the rate and you know refinancing rates are going to fluctuate there's always that opportunity yeah. that's a great way to put it yeah because when you think about refinancing we you know we've done podcast episodes on that as well for listeners that maybe in that category want to learn a little bit about that uh, check those episodes out but you know knowing that there's options down the road that you're you're not locking into a 30-year commitment at that rate mm-hmm. that there are going to be options down the road that you can refinance and look at other other ways when the markets shift and change we saw that in the last couple of years and 100%. huge for refinancing so. And we did a whole episode on ARMS or adjustable rate mortgages. So if you're listening now and you're kind of curious what that is, it has changed drastically. That is definitely something and advice that you don't want to get from your parents or grandparents because ARMS were not a good thing back then, you know, and nowadays it, it might be a really good option depending on how long you want to stay in that yeah. home. Absolutely. So. And and we're going to get into the, that in our next episode as well, mm, in part okay. two, where we kind of dive into knowing more of the, the different loan options as mm-hmm. well. Um, and, and ARMS absolutely are one of those. But I, I know you were talking about down payments. Yes. And I know that you were saying it can kind of vary. And I think when we get into also knowing there are different loan types out there, like conventional or an FHA, those have some down payment requirements that come along with it too. So knowing the right option that fits your budget, I love that conversation. Right. Yeah. And I think it's interesting too. And I think um, Janice was going to share with us a little bit about those down payments and, you know, even the source of where some of those can come from. Sure. Mm. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, gifts have come a long way. It sure. used to be that where they had to have a, a blood relationship and, you know, to be the blood family member. And now it's, it's completely different. Um, recently the guidelines were actually expanded to allow um, a non-relative that has a familial relationship yeah. uh, to be a donor as well as a domestic partner, um, a relative of a domestic partner, godparent. So it's okay. really expanded yeah. compared to what it used to be. Is there yeah. a threshold amount that's considered a gift? So if they give me $1,000, do I have to proclaim that as a gift? Or is there like a threshold we're looking to meet for something like that? Um, the gift can really be for any amount. Okay. Um, you can't use a gift if you're purchasing an investment property. But um, right. since we're talking about first-time home buyers, generally that's a primary <laughs> residence. Right. Um, but yeah, the gift can really be for any amount awesome. as long as it's an eligible gift owner. And, wow. Um, yeah, for the most part, yeah. That's really go. interesting. So reach out to those family members. That's right. right. How much do you love me? Exactly. Yes. Right. I'll have you for dinner every Sunday if. Right, yeah. right. No kidding. Well, and, and you think about women, uh, a lot of couples that are looking for their first home are just getting married as well. So mm. maybe some of those uh, those gifts that you're getting when you're getting married could just be a better gift to say, hey, yeah. would you contribute to our house fund? I don't need a waffle maker. A lot of people have you seen, seen people do that where, you know, maybe they are folks that have been, you know, maybe they get old married later sure Mm -hmm. they have dishes they Mm -hmm. have appliances all that kind of stuff and so on their registry they just say you know we'd love to buy a house (laughs) would you please consider you know gifting towards and that's a different kind of yeah yeah but would you consider you know um, your gift being monetary yeah. that we would put towards a I've seen payment. QR wow. codes on the table that are like scan here to donate oh, for wow. house oh, or for man. travel or it's, oh, that's a it's great super idea. fun right that is yeah, like, can you get your guests I have a little an anniversary party <laughs> that's right they're already taking <laughs> selfies they're taking exactly. pictures of the QR codes right. yeah so. get them tipsy all of a sudden that 1000 exactly. you know 100 becomes 1000 that's you know? right Let's see. man <laughs> try arguing with that yeah oh well i think that really a great point in knowing what you want to pay 
is different than what you can afford sometimes too. I know, you know, going through the process myself the first time, you know, you can sometimes find you get approved for more than maybe what you're comfortable spending. So mm -hmm. again, the conversation around knowing what your options are, knowing what you're comfortable with, and then also having the option for families and gifts, that's unbelievable. Because yeah. like you were saying too, it wasn't always that way. It was a much lower yes. and it was really strictly, you know, enforced in certain ways. Absolutely. Um, but I think we we're seeing that change, which is like you said, it's always changing every, every year. There's right. something a little new and you got to stay on your toes. I well, feel like it's hard to have this first step into this process without knowing what you're already spending. Mm -hmm. uh, so for people that aren't aware of what is coming in and out of their accounts, would you say it's a good start to just start tracking? Start sure. figuring out how much do you spend each month on groceries? How much do you spend going out so that they are able to kind of lay that out? Is that something that you would yeah. recommend? A budget. Yeah. It's very hard, but absolutely, because you want to know, you know, this is what's going to my rent. Okay, I'm comfortable with that. These are the set payments, right? These are what I know are going to be consistent every month. Yeah. But then, you know, do I want to be cutting it to the wire every month where I'm like, oh, you know, can't buy right. that last Starbucks yeah. because I'm that close. No, you have to, so. <laughs> yeah. I think sure there's a lot of people it. that they only know the amount that comes on their paycheck and that's the only set amount that they are aware yeah. of. Yeah. And so I think if I go in thinking about a first payment, that's a dangerous thing to be playing with. It's yeah. just that amount. <laughs> well, and, and the other thing too that I know does take into account, and I know we've done a lot of uh, different episodes as well about credit scores and, and ways you can boost mm -hmm. your credit score, but I know that your credit score does take into account mm -hmm. when looking at when you're trying to get the best rates as possible, but there are, a, like we've already said, a lot of different options out there for people in different financial kind of walks where mm -hmm, maybe yeah. their credit score is really good or maybe it's not, but there are some really great right. programs that we offer, but maybe a little information about what a credit score does for you know a buyer and why that mm -hmm. may still be an important thing. Yeah, a credit score can affect your down payment, it affects your rate, um, not only on your mortgage, but sometimes your insurance and other mm -hmm. things as well. So it's very very important to build a good credit score and um, I appreciate the people who like to pay cash and you know not <laughs> use credit but that actually hurts them in the long run mm -hmm. when it comes time to get a mortgage so uh, you know you have to use credit to build credit yeah. um, so it's it, you know even if it's uh, getting a credit card and paying on time for a few months and really um, you know not charging it to the max but um, just using credit and credit responsibly because um, that really does show uh, your lender uh, to how you are able to manage debt. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. that's really important. That's we talk about yeah. what those three C's, right? We're talking about the character of the member and that really goes yeah. towards it. It sees, oh, you know how to pay on time and you pay the right amount and mm -hmm. you're responsible yeah. with that. So definitely. Yeah, I think a great example of that is Jenna said, you know, you've got to build it. Yeah. Right? <clears throat> and I remember having a discussion with both of my sons when they were seniors in college, sure. you know, not that they were ready to go out and buy a home, but you know, I wanted them off my payroll. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so we, needed, to, we needed them to start building some credit. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so I said to them, you know, your senior year, we're going to open your credit card. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I helped pay their groceries at that time. Like they're sure. free. Yeah. Like I am going to, you're going to put it, the groceries, just groceries on this credit card. Yeah. And then when I said, you, you're going to pay it and they set it up on auto pay, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So that it just happened. Yeah. And that helps. What a gift. Oh, yeah. You need Absolutely. to do that because right. otherwise you get to be, you know, however old. And they're like, well, I've been paying my rent. Well, that doesn't show up on a credit report. Right. And I've been paying my um, Verizon bill. Yeah. That doesn't show up on a credit. I pay my utilities. That doesn't show up on a credit report. So you need to start establishing those things that are going to 
count. Yeah, yeah. I got stuck that way. My husband and I, we were very young. We got married at 21. And so my husband and I were both still in school and he has a, a work study program. <laughs> Doesn't count as income. Yeah. And I'm the main breadwinner, but I don't have credit. And so it was this quick, okay, what can we quit get me? How can I start making these payments? And it was based solely on me. And I went from zero credit to having to build that as fast as I could because yeah. we had a house we wanted. So, but we got it. So, no, no, <laughs> but there true. was someone like Meg to, yeah. to well, coach. And Janice always does a great job um, when we have um, our first time homebuyer seminars of explaining like what goes into credit. Because I don't mm-hmm. think people understand yeah. it's not just about paying your bills on time or having zero balances on credit cards. So I think like that would probably be some good information to share. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. In fact, I was going to even ask too, there's kind of, um, there is such a thing as good credit and bad credit, you know, and understanding, because I know one of the biggest questions that I hear from, from younger first time home buyers that are still maybe just getting out of college and they've got, you know, college tuition and, and, you know, they're paying their student loans, understanding if you've got student loans, is that a bad credit or is that a good credit? Mm-hmm. And how does that affect in that? Because, I know for some, they're like, oh, I got a lot of money I owe to my you know, student loans and I probably can't qualify for a home because I, I have so much debt to that. Um, so can you yeah, help me understand how that credit score and even just understanding what maybe is good credit and maybe not so good credit? So a, a poor credit score would be like 400, which sure. is considered pretty low. A high credit score would be uh, 780 plus, 800 sure. is, is considered a very high credit score. I think uh, kind of middle range is usually 700, 720 or better. Um, but you're right, the installment debt versus revolving credit card debt, that can all make a difference. But about 35% of your credit score is just paying your bills on time. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. 30% is how much you, uh, money you owe. So for example, if you have two or three credit cards and the limits all add up to say 45,000 and you owe 44,000, that's going to affect <laughs> yeah. your credit yeah. score no, uh, quite a yeah. bit. And then uh, 15% is your length of credit history. So um, the mistake that I have made here is uh, once I would pay off a credit card, I would close it out. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that is, if I've had that credit card a long time, that's actually going to hurt my credit history because now yeah. that uh, reporting trade line is no longer uh, affecting my credit score because it's closed. Sure. Um, so it's it's important to keep those open. And then um, 10% is how many credit inquiries. So if you're always shopping for credit and always having people run your credit and every <laughs> And I tell exactly. you, they're so good at the register. Oh, You'll save 10%, though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's right. Absolutely. But if you're doing that constantly and, the, and everybody's always pulling your credit, that's going to drag your score down mm-hmm. as well. And then the other 10% is the factors like revolving debt versus installment debt mm-hmm. versus a mortgage. Yeah. So a mortgage, for example, is going to impact your credit score uh, quite a bit more than um, a revolving credit card, for okay. example. And would you say it's, it's better to have you know a solid five, six things than 15 out there that you are not paying on because they're just open and they're just sitting there. Mm. But having these like core group, would you say that's probably more ideal? I would. Yeah, I would. Uh, yeah. And it's okay to have uh, multiple, like right. several as, yeah. as well, even if you're not using them because mm-hmm. um, they're still reporting. So that's good. It's but still it's helping only get... with your age of credit right. and, yeah. and all that. But 10, 15 department store cards with a, balance, <laughs> or a possible limit of 10,000, that starts to add up too because oh, then yes. we have to look at they could go run those all up tomorrow and <laughs> right? yeah. they could have a hundred thousand dollars in debt tomorrow. So yeah. absolutely go backpacking in uh, some, you know, exotic <laughs> place. <laughs> well, uh, you know, along those same lines, you know, there's so much information and we're learning so much already and hopefully listeners, you too. Um, but 
you know, there's an aspect that you were saying about like building it mm -hmm. and similar to building it. It's also like building out that team, you know, getting in touch with some experts that can really help you understand what you guys are helping us understand mm -hmm. because everyone's situation is unique. There is, you know, no one size fits all mortgage. Absolutely. And so being able to find the right people to partner with, to get you that information, because then, you know, there's the next step of how do I even then start that process? So, you know, finding the right team and maybe, you know, how do I get qualified to even do that? You know, so what does that kind of look like right. as a whole? And there is never, I always tell people, there's never too early mm -hmm. to start trying to assemble that team. Sure. Because okay. loan officers, I mean, you can meet with a loan officer, even if you're not planning on building or buying for another year, sure. two mm -hmm. years. If you just need to talk to someone and say, you know, what does this look like? How much down payment? If I had this, what would it mean? It's never too soon um, to start that process. But you're absolutely right. I mean, having a good loan officer yeah. who is going to examine, you know, your situation and look at all the different programs and say, okay, this is what I think fits mm -hmm. your needs. Right. You have to learn about that person. Are they a veteran? Sure. Are they, you know, um, dual income home, single income? Sure. What kind of employment do they have? What area are they looking? You know, all those different things. You have to learn about the person before you can kind of assemble sure. what is the right option for thing, them. It's a holistic thing, right? That's right. Absolutely. And then on top of that, I would say another piece of the having the whole team is finding a great realtor. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's key as well, um, especially in these markets that we've been having the past couple of years where inventory is very low. You really need somebody that is out there looking, knows what you're looking for, can zero in on the areas that you're interested in. Um, just thinking that you're going to drive around and, and catch an open house <laughs> and, and find. Right? Yeah, it's, it might have been that way happen. 10 years ago, but it is not that way today. Right. <laughs> and, you know, there's lots of ways to find yeah. realtors. Um, I think that if you connect with a loan officer, many of them have wonderful partnerships with realtors and they can connect you yeah. um, and say, this is somebody who I've worked with. This is somebody I trust or they specialize in the neighborhoods that you're looking in. Um, and I think that's always helpful. Mm -hmm. For and, sure. You know, I also think that, um, well, I think the personal conversation is great. We all know that, you know, the internet is a wealth of information. Sure. You know, sometimes good and bad. Yeah. Right. You yes. can go down those That's rabbit holes. Let them be. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but, um, you know, kind of helps you look and get an idea. But nothing beats having that face to face conversation yeah. where you feel like you've got a partner by mm -hmm. your side for the whole thing. And you know what? Whether you're a first time home buyer or whether you've done it before, you still need that person. That's yes. Right. You, you know? need someone in your corner. I've, Bought yeah. and sold several houses. I've refinanced, and I'll tell you that it doesn't matter. Every yeah. time I go to do something, I still get a little worked up. And I'm a little nervous. <laughs> right. It's been a common misconception, too, that you find your realtor first. Yeah. I think so I often we're like, I got to start looking, and then I'll figure out the mortgage. But I think that's kind of backwards. You're going to be, you said, you know, you you marry the house, you date the rate. You're, yep. you're, you kind of date your realtor and you marry your mortgage officer because yeah. that's where you're going to pay for 30 years, right? <laughs> Potentially, yeah. But you also want to know, too, before you go out with that realtor. Mm -hmm. So if you meet with a realtor and the realtor says, well, what price range are you looking in? <laughs> um, I'm not yeah. sure because I haven't met with a loan officer yet to see what I qualify for, <laughs> right. right? So, yeah, at that $800,000 house, you may fall in love We're with, all gonna but love you it. better be yeah. careful because what if you only qualify for the 300000 mm -hmm. So. It's obviously great to start with a loan officer and many realtors will even Same. encourage that and say, mm -hmm. listen, because they don't want to spend their time 
you know, yeah. traipsing around the greater Grand Rapids area. And uh, you've you never know, been pre-approved or qualified. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So you just mentioned that, right. You know, yeah. getting pre-approved, mm-hmm. like sure. that is key. And, you know, that's a um, yeah, it, it, you're right. good starting point. It, it's kind of like, hey, I've got my my approved key to a house. Now let's find the house it goes to. And yep. But without it, it's like, well, what are we doing here? Because right. we don't know what you can afford. And, and again, that goes back to, you know, I know for me, and I hope I'm, I'm thinking listeners might be the same way, especially if you're a first time home. <laughs> He's buyer. hoping you're the same way. Yeah, I, I'm assuming and I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's so easy, like you said, with technology, you mm. jump on these sites that are like Zillow and others that are, you know, showcasing these beautiful homes in your area. It's so easy to start dreaming because it's your first home. There's so much emotion around mm-hmm. it and excitement mm-hmm. and the, the soon to be family that's going to be built <laughs> in that home one day. Picturing and, Charlie and Johnny and, and Sparky. Little, the little Sparky running in the back. <laughs> Backyard. And it's so, I mean, it's good to have that emotion, but right. it's easy for that emotion to become blinding too. And I'm speaking more from experience on that and not realizing it's, it's easy to get onto these sites and then kind of get in touch with uh, a realtor and, and being able to get that ball started. Mm-hmm. Now they're going to have partners that they have in other, you know, loans facilities and mm-hmm. other, you know, financial com- companies. But, you know, for listeners that Maybe you're already banking at LMCU or, you know, you're looking to establish more of that trust. Finding the loan officer first, make sure that you're in control of what rates and things you're looking for rather than your realtor that might say, oh, yeah, I work with this person. Well, what if their rate isn't as good as another financial institution? Mm-hmm. So finding that place that's really going to fit and, and really is there to partner with your finances like LMCU is. Mm-hmm. It just, and like you said, we've got amazing partnerships with some great realtors in Absolutely. all over our, our state and yep. in Florida as well. So it is, it's just been really, really cool to see how those partnerships come to be. And you start those partnerships with a lot of things that start with the word pre. So <laughs> yeah. I've heard in our conversations so far pre-qualification and yeah. I've also heard pre-approval and they are different, right? Uh, what does that look like? How how do we define these things? Well, a pre-qualification is just that initial meeting with the loan officer uh, where you go, you tell them your story, right? Because, sure. you know, you mentioned how it's not one size fits all. And it's not just all about a 30-year fixed conventional mortgage. There are so many other options. And everybody's story is unique. Yeah. So it's important to sit down with that loan officer, tell them your story, tell them your goals, tell them what you're trying to accomplish, uh, you know, tell them what you make, tell them what your assets are, and they will find the best program and issue a pre-qualification. Uh, and then like a pre-approval is more like uh, it's it's gone through the approval process. It's been reviewed by the people that need to review it and approve the loan. Uh, and then the application actually takes place once you actually have found the property that you want. Mm-hmm. So once you have found the property, that's when the application starts and everything gets the ball rolling where we're ordering appraisal, we're ordering title work, we're, we're doing all that. And then closing in 30 days or less. That's so is incredible. it to simplify it, is it kind of a, we're talking about the idea. Now we're approving the amount and then now we're approving the house. Is that kind of how that, yes, that very, goes yes. through? Okay. I would, that's a great way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Very good, Lo. You want a job? Thank you. <laughs> You'll have to take it up with my boss. Uh, no, I'm not the boss. <laughs> he's, no. he's not the boss. No, no, no. <laughs> you can't take my co-host. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've been around the, the block a few that's times right. with these things. So. That's right. Well, you know, and I think this is this is one of those hard uh, topics to find a stopping point. Um, but, you know, mm-hmm. I think when we think about just that first few steps for mm-hmm. those thinking about first time home buying and for listeners, for you to just to see that there, 
there's some really great early on steps. Start that conversation. Get that communication started so that you you can establish where you need to go next. Is right. your budget need maybe a little bit of extra mm-hmm. help or support? Uh, those types of things are conversations that you can just like you were saying, Meg. You know, we can start those conversations even a year or two early. I right. mean, it just is getting that process and knowing what to do. And I th- hopefully for listeners to realize. It's not that hard to just mm-hmm. go into a branch, go and talk to you know someone. They'll, they'll set up a, a quick meeting with you and, and be able to talk. Sometimes you can even just call on the phone if you'd rather yeah. do that if it's easier and can more convenient. So well, I think, just... yeah, and just to add on to that, and I think to that point, we know that sometimes that first conversation can be the toughest, the scariest, mm, yeah. the most daunting. So you know we in wanting to educate our members, wanting yeah. to help them. You got something have started exciting. doing Yeah, we've started doing first-time homebuyer seminars. That's and awesome. Janice leads these. And they have been tremendously accepted yeah. and um, responded to by the membership. So you know, we've done three of them. Mm-hmm. Wow. We've That's got right. another two and on the books. from what I heard, and- you guys aren't going to brag, but I'm going to brag for you. Uh, <laughs> but it's a, a kudos to you know what you've developed. I mean, the last two, three uh, that we've done, really, we've only done like three or four tops, but they've all been sold out. I mean, people have been coming and wanting to Mm -hmm. engage with this kind of content and information. And uh, so well done to your team as well for putting that together. I had a chance to sit in on one of the seminars and I'll tell you, if you're- Where was my invitation? We'll get you on the next one. Okay, thank you. I had a camera in my hand, so it was kind of both. But but truly, I mean, the information, I mean, what we're talking about on today's podcast is is really just a little bit of a sliver of Mm -hmm. what to expect. So, I mean, definitely for listeners, uh, head to our website. You can find out when our next event is gonna be um, in your community in your area um you know we're continuing to bring more and more of these uh, but again it's just it's still so new but yet the success i'm seeing is just incredible yeah, so it's been exciting we are very excited about the response we've received and uh you know yeah. we had one person at our very first seminar and when we ask at the beginning and we say so when is everyone thinking about buying you know three months no hands six months few hands a year most hands go up at that point yeah there was one couple there that said that they weren't planning on buying for a year they got intrigued about some of the information that they heard. Sure. They talked with a loan officer afterwards, and within 45 days, they were into their new home. No way. <laughs> within a month. Wow. With zero money down. With zero money down. <laughs> wow. And the reason that it was is because they had that myth in their head, I need mm-hmm. 20%. Yeah. I don't have enough saved yet. And See? when you have that conversation with a loan officer and they told their story to Janice's point, it's like, no, you can yeah. do this now. You, you are ready to do this now. And so, that shows that so importance. Cool. And I, I think we could almost sum up this whole episode into you're building your A team and bringing your A game, yeah. right? So the first thing you want to do is you want to go in there and you want to make sure you're on your A game. You know how much you can spend. You know what you need to be left with. And then you find your person that's going to be in your corner. That's awesome. That is so cool. Those are the first steps. You got it. Man. Well, there's still so much more that we're going to cover in our next podcast episode. So you want to tune in next month for that. Um, We're going to be covering what are kind of the next stages. You know, now that we've kind of established what you need to do to get prepared, let's talk a little bit more about what kind of options are there and get you to the closing table so that you can get into your first time. From A to Z, would you say? A to Z. That's right. I went to preschool. I, I didn't. No, I'm just kidding. Twice. I did. no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, listen, I don't want you guys to leave yet because there's still so much more fun on our show. We've got Are You Smarter Than the Show's Trivia, uh, where today we're going to have Janice in the hot seat. Woo-hoo. But like we've done in some previous episodes, 
Meg, I'm going to let you be a phone a friend for okay. Janice on one question. And uh, I believe, is it me? That's You're still in that hot seat. Oh, boy. Mm -hmm. Well, I'll tell you, it, uh, it just has been a, a great first part. And uh, we're going to get right into this trivia, though. It's uh, one of my favorite times. Yeah. Of, uh, so Janice, you're not, you've not been on the show before. Have you have listened, so you might know the rules a little bit. You're going to buzz in using your name for this trivia. If you forgot, your name is Janice. This here is Brett. Uh, we do have people <laughs> blank out on that sometimes. <laughs> it's happened. And, uh, yeah. Uh, no to deal. the best of us. But um, <laughs> the great thing is there's no such thing as a loser. So you either win and get to choose. Do you know how much is on the table right now? I'm well, even... I, I think I don't mean to say this, but I think you lost last time. Yeah, was it me? Yeah, oh. and unfortunately, so we're, we're back to fifty. But that's okay because that's fifty dollars I can go that's to a, a nonprofit, actually, mm -hmm. um, yes. and it's gonna hopefully help. And uh, I, you know, I'm rooting for you, but at the same time, I'm a little competitive with trivia. So, so if Brett were to win, it just rolls over to next episode, and then that person will be playing for a hundred dollars. So it that's just right. it doesn't mean you lose; it just means someone else wins a little bit bigger. <laughs> that's exactly that right. works for me. It's so yeah. true. Well, and and so we'll have three questions, and if we need to have a tiebreaker. If we're tied at the end, then that's what we'll go to. I've prepared. How do you yeah. tie on three? So, uh, well, <laughs> when there's a cat just, scratch. So, <laughs> simple um, math, my friend. Simple math. Yeah, that doesn't really add up, does it? Well, that's so okay, it's sorry. a best out of three. So, I'm just trying to rattle you before yeah. we start. So Janice has See, a leg up. I like this. your game, Meg. You got Well, you're the one asking the question, so you can't even like pump me up to get excited. So, all yeah. right, let's. Uh, without further ado, you got ado, this, bro. You got this. <laughs> I'm There's my intimidation Janice. factor right here. This music. It does, it does a little something to your heart rate. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I'm not even playing, <laughs> and I'm, like, nervous over here. <laughs> All right. But as we already said, it's hopefully going to remain spring. Um, so I went with the spring theme for our trivia questions this week. And um, there's nothing off the table. We're going to talk animals. We're going to talk plants. Okay. I will talk lots of things. So. So for those of you who aren't in Michigan, we have a wonderful place called Frederick Meyer Gardens that has butterflies. And so oh, that, yes. that kind of uh, brought there. this in. Yeah, it's beautiful. And so my first question for the two of you is, what months is it? There's typically about two months where butterflies are hatching. Hatching, mm -hmm. huh? Mm-hmm. Out of their cocoon or chrysalis. Cocoon. Chrysalis. Cool. <laughs> All right, Brett, I'm going to go for it. All right. Uh, okay, two months. Um, I'm going to say it's going to be May and June. That is incorrect, my friend. I am so sorry. Janice got excited after you got this wrong, and it, I'm thinking she might I think it. I gave some clues away, and that, that's that's how the game works. So. Well, like I said, I was just there, yes. and they are blooming, So, oh. or they are, so I'm going to say... March and April. That is correct. Oh, man. The newbie for the win. All I'm right. One that. point, one to zero. All right. The, see this, this, this is, is it. Like, mm -hmm. I have to get this. this point. Or, yeah, if you get it wrong, okay. I'm going to go this. multiple choice with this one, which is, is kind of a nice softer ball for you. Um, how many tulips, I love mm. me some tulips, bloom in the Netherlands each spring? I'm going to give you three choices. Thank goodness, because that could be a lot. <laughs> is it seven million plus? Is it five million plus? Or is it three million plus? I still feel like those didn't help anything. <laughs> <laughs> They're a still lot. big numbers. It right. is a lot. Janice. Yes. I'm going to say seven million plus. 
And with that, she wipes the table. Oh, my right. goodness. <laughs> no what? phone a friend even needed. Meg, oh. Meg knew all the answers anyway. So. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, well done. That Thank was you. very quick. It was. I think probably record for us. Yeah. Yeah, that was. That was uh, well done. <laughs> that you. was so good. I uh, really wanted to do the phone a friend option, too. I thought that would be interesting. <laughs> Well, you know, you didn't even need that. That's awesome. And truly, congratulations. $50 on the table now, and we'll get that. Um, we uh, Again, we'll donate that to a nonprofit that LMSU supports, and uh, we'll find out uh, from you which one you would like to support after the show. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, man, oh, man, that was – I was hoping for a little bit more. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I let you all down. I just didn't have it in me. Um, <laughs> Well, for, for listeners, be sure to tune in to uh, part two that's coming next week, or excuse me, next month. Um, also, I just want to make sure, uh, just a reminder, because I know I need these every yeah. once in a while. Last episode, we talked about tax season. We did. Don't forget, we April like, 18th, tax yeah. day is coming. So if you were listening to the last episode and you're like, oh, yeah, I meant to put that on my calendar, it's coming soon. It's like literally within a few <laughs> days from listening to this right now. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Well... Uh, well, there's so much more to cover, and we're excited to cover that in our next podcast episode. Yes. Uh, but again, if you've loved what you've listened to today, be sure to subscribe to us. Uh, you know, like us. We're on Facebook. We like you. We you do. Like us. I, I hope they do. Please. <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, uh, of course. Spotify. Spotify I to listen to it. Oh, radio. Radio. Hi, hi, radio. Amazon Music. Google Play, Apple Podcast, I mean... All the places. Pretty much we can just we're say... Everywhere. Wherever you listen, we're most likely there. Sorry. <laughs> well, thank you again for tuning in to another episode of Wallet Wisdom. Bye-bye now. Thanks for listening. The information provided in this podcast by Lake Michigan Credit Union is general education or marketing in nature and is not intended to be accounting, legal, tax, investment, financial, or other advice. Statements of individuals are their own, not LMCUs. All topics discussed are information of a general nature and do not address the circumstances of any particular individual or entity. Consult an appropriate professional concerning your specific situation. As of the date of publishing and any future date this podcast is broadcast, all rates, fees, payments, or other specific figures discussed are subject to change and are dependent upon your specific financial situation. Situation. All loan products discussed are subject to credit and collateral approval. You alone assume the sole responsibility of evaluating the merits and risks associated with the use of any information or other content in the podcast before making any decisions based on such information or other content. In exchange for listening to the podcast, you agree not to hold LMCU, its affiliates, or any third-party service providers liable for any possible claim for damages arising from any decision you make based on information or other content made available to you through the podcast. For more information on any of the content discussed in this podcast, please visit LMCU. Copyright Lake Michigan Credit Union, federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing lender, LMCU, NMLS ID number 442967.